Hello, my friend, and welcome to episode number 26. It's been a long time since we've had a TFU News and Views. I am your host, Anthony Bertalli, owner, operator, madman, behind TFU.info, the website, the toy archive, the podcast, YouTube channel, and more. And in this episode, we're going to preview a little bit of San Diego Comic-Con 2019. Why? Uh, because for the first time uh, in my site's history, um, I actually have someone on the ground in San Diego able to cover this event. So every year Hasbro has a uh, preview breakfast. This year it will be on July 18th from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That is uh, 11 a.m. on the East Coast uh, and ending at 1 p.m. on the East Coast. And uh, at these events, they show off some new toys. Uh, they show off some things they've previewed elsewhere, like at everyone's favorite Transformers site, ScreenRant.com. And we get an insight into kind of like a mini version of what we get from uh, Toy Fair and from New York Comic Con. And, and I'm just going to discuss a few of the things that we hope to see coming out of San Diego, or at least I hope to see coming out of San Diego. And, and uh, I mentioned ScreenRant.com before. Last week, we got a preview of Wave 5 for War for Cybertron Siege, uh, the Generation subline, uh, and what was coming in Wave 5. And what we saw um, certainly leaves a lot of questions in my mind. Uh, they're interesting in their own right. Uh, there's a lot of good choices here, but uh, just the timing and sizes seem weird. So let's go over those to begin with. So first, we were revealed... Uh, that in Wave 5, there will be a leader-class Astro Train. And I'm not quite sure why. Uh, this team has been very big on doing groups at the same size class, and they did all of the triple changers at Voyager class. Um, why they would do Astro Train at leader class, other than the fact that he really should be the biggest of the Decepticon triple changers, um, it just seems strange. I also don't know where the possibilities are for this toy to go in terms of color later on. Now they can do multiple colors of AstroTrain since they've done those over the years and historically um, the US and Japan got different AstroTrains in G1. Neither of those match the cartoon. Uh, this one seems to uh, try to match the cartoon to some extent. Um, and again the size class is just odd. So does that mean we're going to see Blitzwing and Octane in the leader class at some point in the future? I don't know. I don't think so. But uh, uh, it's certainly uh, interesting. The one reason I do think that they may have gone with Astrotrain is that when Astrotrain was released a few years back as part of the Titans Return line, uh, he had a very short shelf life. Uh, he was not out for a long time. I saw him once in the store and missed and passed and then never saw him again. Um, and I had to settle to buy mine off of eBay, I think. Um, at a slight markup way, way later. Um, so that would be the one reason I would think they may go and do AstroTrain again, is that that last AstroTrain they did did not have great distribution. At the Voyager class, we saw uh, Apeface, uh, the Decepticon Headmaster Horicon. Uh, that is really interesting news, especially since we only got Apeface in uh, um, Titan's Return as a... Uh, basic class, not even basic class, what is that size class called again? I, it's totally escaping me at the moment. But the actual smallest possible uh, Titan Master, there it is, um, 
we saw him at the at the lowest possible size class where he just turned into a head and had an attachment to kind of make his body. Um, this is a full-on uh, new ape face mold, uh, which is interesting. Uh, I love that they're still going for these 1987 and 1988 characters, uh, which means Snapdragon should be somewhere down the line. Uh, the ape face toy itself, uh, looking at it, I'm trying to figure out where uh, they go from that. Uh, if it's just making Snapdragon out of the same mold, or uh, if there's other uh, uses for the tooling for the mold uh, at the Voyager class. Uh, looking at the images that you can find on ScreenRant.com and many other Transformers websites, I would say that, I don't know, the Ape Face immediately jumped out to me as a possible Blitzwing um, pre-tool, but again, that would be at the wrong size class. So... Uh, it's going to be fun to see where they take that. And finally, at the deluxe scale, um, we have my favorite uh, news of <laughs> this announcement, and that is a new deluxe crosshairs from the Siege Ironhide mold. And um, it's it's fitting to a large degree in terms of the mold, uh, but it's also fitting because as the... Um, as historically speaking, uh, Crosshairs, his function was weapons specialist, and given the way the siege line works where figures combine uh, new weapons and, and swap a lot of parts to play with uh, the weaponizer figures and stuff like that, he is the perfect character for this line. It is also the first new Generation 1 styled Crosshairs we have gotten since 1987 when the original was released. Uh, and it's one of those toys I had as a kid uh, that I absolutely loved. Uh, so I am really glad to see this figure and this character get an, a modern update. Uh, the other one in the deluxe class is Spinister, the double target master Decepticon helicopter. And uh, again, another interesting one here because I'm not sure what they can do with another helicopter mold for this line uh, that they haven't done in recent years. So it'll be nice to see uh, what they do with this deluxe helicopter. And it's also kind of neat to watch Hasbro slowly <laughs> replace uh, just about every figure that Fun Publications did uh, with their run on the Collector's Club and BotCon. And this is no exception. So uh, if you want a modern spinister, you no longer have to pay enormous eBay prices for the uh, Collector's Club version. You can just buy one at your local store for 20 bucks. Another interesting thing I noticed uh, was what wasn't shown in the Deluxe class, and that is no weaponizers, um, which seems to be the big hit of this line are the weaponizers in Waves 1, 2, and 3, and there isn't one for Wave 4 or 5. Well, I guess Wave 5, I should say. Um, is there one for Wave 4? No, I don't remember. I, I don't see it. There's no fourth one, right? So there has not been one announced for Wave 4. There is certainly not one for this Wave 5. And uh, these seem to be the most popular among collectors because they're not so beholden to being Transformers so much as they are meant to be split up and put on other toys. And, you know, the more I was thinking about it, especially with how we're covering things in Season 3 for uh, Transformers University and we're talking about the cartoon, um, what a great way this little size class anomaly could be for the line 
to cover things that have never really gotten toys and that are totally one-off characters. So something like um, the the odd Sentinel robot from... Um, actually, this, there's a couple of Sentinel robots over the years, but the ones shown in, say, Wardon or um, in... Uh, there's that one episode, The Core, right? Where we find out that... Um, not The Core... Um, the Secret of Omega Supreme, where we find out Megatron used this robot to uh, reprogram the Constructicons to being evil. Um, we could totally get that robot uh, as a weaponizer, uh, because the alt mode is not all that important. Um, you could also get something like uh, the Purple Dragon from Aerial Assault, or the Chaos Monster from Chaos. Um, you can even get Quintessons out of the weaponizer concept, and that is something I would love to see as Siege goes to the next phase uh, to whatever that is that isn't called Siege anymore. And, speaking of which, uh, maybe we'll see at San Diego the uh, reveal of the name for the next phase for the War for Cybertron trilogy for Part 2. Um, we might even see some toys uh, revealed at the Hasbro Breakfast on July 8th at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. If you're in between those two, uh, you're just going to have to figure out those times. Remember, uh, we will be covering it here at TFU.info. I do have uh, someone attending the event for us, and so our correspondent will be uh, sending back pictures and doing a bang-up job. So I'm going to be really happy uh, about that, but you should tune in live on Twitter, especially twitter.com slash TFU underscore info. I'll probably uh, get everything else out to the other channels uh, as the day goes on, but uh, Twitter will be where they're hitting live. So if you're not following me on Twitter, what are you waiting for? Another interesting thing uh, we should keep an eye out for is uh, whatever the see now, buy now toy is going to be at San Diego. Now, we've seen this at conventions before. Sometimes it's a pre-release, like the first wave of Studio Series, that they did it at New York uh, Toy Fair, um, or it's the Repugnus figure, or the... Um, who's the other one? Grotesque, the other Grotesque figure. Um, I imagine there's going to be some sort of See Now, Buy Now toy um, that we've either heard r rumors of or even seen pictures of. It may even be that that Firestormers battle pack uh, with the G2 um, sideswipe in it. Now, those figures usually aren't exclusive to San Diego, but are just released during the event. And uh, I just want to share some of my thoughts on the uh, batch of exclusive figures for San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, the Ectotron figure that we saw at Toy Fair uh, is now shipping. Mine has shipped, and it should be in my hands this coming Tuesday, July 2nd. So uh, I'm excited about that. Hopefully I can get a, a review together uh, in my spare time. There's also the um, Optimus Prime Masterpiece Ghostbusters Ecto version um, with Optimus painted up as uh, the, in the Ghostbusters white with the trailer with all the Ghostbusters stuff on it and Roller being the uh, ghost trap with Slimer. Uh, it's really cool. Um, I'm not a Ghostbusters fan. For whatever reason, that... that brand never clicked with me i've never disliked it but i i don't have the love for it that some people do um i'm probably going to pass on the masterpiece figure but it is really cool looking um at 150 bucks it's a little pricey but it's certainly worth the 150 bucks 
yeah, it's 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 kind of neat. Hey, who knows? Maybe maybe Hasbro will send me a version to review. Sometimes they do that around San Diego. Um, the BotBots set uh, is killer. I am totally looking forward to that. Anything that gets more BotBots in people's hands is something for me. Uh, there's the trading card game has a Soundwave versus Blaster uh, exclusive uh, set to the con- well I guess it's exclusively released at the convention um, interesting note on those is just looking at the character card art um, it is the original box art not any of the uh, current batch of drawings that have been either lifted from previous video games or drawn new for the card game uh, so make of that what you will uh, also IDW has a series of variants uh, at the convention cover variants of uh, the Transformers versus Star Trek uh, collection, a collected edition graphic novel. Uh, there's also Transformers Ghostbusters. Number one has a variant cover, and there is a special edition, uh, signed edition of Transformers versus GI Joe available at the IDW booth. There is also a series of five plus. There's a gift set with a variant sixth cover of a recent issue of uh, G.I. Joe Real American Hero that the covers all feature the Snake Eyes box art throughout the years and they're really neat but they are pricey. They're like I think it was 25 bucks an issue or something like that um, For and it's a regular comic not a graphic novel so that's, uh, that's pretty intense. Speaking of um, San Diego Comic Con, one other thing to note uh, the panels have not really all been announced yet but the ones that have of note to Transformers fans uh, should keep an eye on July 19th. That is the Friday of San Diego Comic-Con at 8 p.m. Pacific. So that is 11 p.m. Eastern. Um, there is a Rooster Teeth panel uh, that it will be going on now. For those of you unaware, Rooster Teeth is the company that is working with Hasbro on the Transformers Netflix animated series. Uh so there might be a chance coming in 2020. There's a chance you might see something there. Um, the chance you might see nothing there, but there's certainly a chance you might see something in that panel that is Transformers related. I hope so. I hope they do a little sneak preview. Uh, so uh, please uh, keep an eye out for that panel. I have not seen anything about IDW panels as of yet, but it doesn't mean they're not doing them. Uh, if not, they will certainly be doing them at New York Comic Con in October. I've already been approved for my press pass for that, so definitely keep it here because I will certainly be covering that event as well. Finally, I'm going to get into a little bit of spoilers. Talking about comics, since I just read Transformers vs. Ghostbusters number one, and I thought it'd be fun to uh, just talk a little bit about it. And I won't go page by page or, or frame by frame or whatever you want to do with that book, but I do want to just talk a little bit about the overall concept. Actually, before I say that, I do want you to know, if you haven't read it yet and you don't want to be spoiled, here's your chance to punch out. Um, just keep hitting that plus 30 seconds until uh, you don't hear me talking about Ghostbusters and you hear me talking about how you can help the channel. Um, so, Ghostbusters. Uh, I really like that it takes place in a G1 universe that is quickly changed uh, into a divergent timeline from the very beginning. So uh, we get that the Autobots flee Cybertron and the Decepticons as they're there are destroyed by Goza. I guess it's Goza, right? I If my Ghostbusters stuff is off, uh, 
please tweet at me, correct me. Uh, I know I don't know enough about this, but uh, uh, it's so it's kind of neat there. Um, and apparently all the Stepticons die, and that's how we meet Starscream's ghost at the end of the issue. Uh, the other neat thing is Ectotron is just this new character, and uh, uh, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, he's not like some other Autobot or, or you know, something that was on Earth, and it was the some sort of magic that turned the, you know, the Ecto-1 into a Transformer. It is um, a Transformer who disguised himself by accident as Ecto-1. And there's some neat uh, dialogue references to the original Ghostbusters film, uh, especially when we find out how the Decepticons were killed. Uh, and that's about all I'll say about that. It, it's off to a good start. It's certainly just a uh, franchise crossover, and it bears all the markings of one. Uh, and that's fine because it's done well. Now, if you've been hitting the forward 30 seconds button, you can stop right about here. I'm about to tell you about all the ways you can help the site, but please don't forget July 18th, 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. We will be tweeting out live from the Hasbro breakfast event at San Diego Comic-Con. Do not miss it. Twitter.com slash TFU underscore info or at TFU underscore info if you're already on Twitter. Now, I hope you're enjoying the show. Uh, thank you. Uh, if you've kept this feed on your phone or your um, podcatcher, uh, I'm so happy you have. Uh, I will post this to the Transformers University feed as well. If you're not listening to that feed, why not? It's it's so good. I'm really enjoying putting that show together for you. And I'm not trying to like toot my own horn. Um, but it's just such a fun ride doing that show. So I, I hope you're along with me for that. Uh, if you'd like to help out the site and help out the show, uh, the best way to do it is on Patreon, patreon.com slash TFU info. Uh, for as little as a dollar a month, you can help sponsor the show, the website. You get uh, early access to our podcasts, exclusive podcasts, and more. But if that's not for you, if you can't contribute directly, don't worry about it. I get it. Um, use our Amazon links. TFU.info slash Amazon. Anything you then buy on Amazon, um, they'll send back a few cents our way. It helps us pay for, you know, podcast hosting and website hosting and all that sort of stuff. So uh, it certainly, it actually even helps pay for some of the things we cover in the podcast. Uh, most recently, I picked up a few of the Transformers Find Your Fate Junior books uh, because uh, you kind folks who have uh, contributed on Amazon and Patreon uh, have allowed me to do that and so uh, we will be talking about those books in an upcoming episode if you haven't caught up to Transformers University now's the time to do it uh, I haven't recorded it yet but we're going to do an episode on the Transformers the movie soundtrack and score and it's it's already shaping up to be uh, pretty killer just going off of the little bit of research I've done and the guest contributions I've already received so to wrap this up if you want to reach out to me you want to come and tell me that you appreciate this update that you like the show that you like what we do on the website best way to do it is twitter as i've mentioned before twitter.com slash tfu underscore info or at tfu underscore info you can also catch me on facebook at facebook.com slash tfu info instagram.com slash tfu info and on the web at www.tfu.info and that will wrap things up for this edition of TFU.info News and Views, 
I am your host, Anthony Bricali, owner-operator of Mad Men, behind TFU.info. Until next time, see ya.